following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. back to another episode of Fantasy Beasts and where to find them, the Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host for at least the next episode. I am uh, Kyle Ranney, uh, this time without Mr. Gary Halt. Gary's got uh, some other stuff he, he has to attend to at the moment. Uh, but welcome back another Wednesday lovely episode here. Uh, we'll be discussing the week that was, the plays that happened, and this upcoming Thursday's uh, game from a fantasy aspect. Uh, we'll start off, as always, with the quarterback position. The top 10 in reverse command. Number 10 himself, his return game uh, to a tongue of Iloa, comes out, plays the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was the London game Sunday morning. Scores 21.2 points. Not exactly a great effort uh, in real game time, but some garbage time points for Tua there. Number 9, Joe Burrow, scores 22 points even. Number eight, Patrick Mahomes scores 22.1, struggles again a bit. Uh, a couple interceptions, some stuff that happened with his family yet again. His mom complaining about interceptions. His brother having the audacity to uh, to dance on the memorial number 21 that was for Sean Taylor at the Washington football team field. Um, just an all-around messy, messy um, week for for Mahomes. Um number seven out of Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers throws for twenty-two point nine points, has himself a pretty solid day as he proclaims, I still own you to the people of Chicago. Uh number six from Thursday night, Jalen Hurts scores twenty-four point four points. Number five, Matt Stafford and the Rams keep rolling, twenty-five point two points. Number four, Kyler Murray has twenty-five point six points. Um Really just putting up a day against the Cleveland Browns, knowing they have to get that win. 20 of 30 passing, 229 yards and four touchdowns, and a 37 to 14 win against the Browns. They remain undefeated in the season. Uh, number three, Kirk Cousins, 27.6 points. Number two, a guy I was a little bit concerned to start this week, uh, and I was proved wrong here, Dak Prescott. Number uh, comes in at two at 28 points even. And number one, Josh Allen, uh, in a losing effort, has the most fantasy points of the week at 28.6. Allen and the Bills. Allen hangs 353 yards, three touchdowns, one pick, and adds an additional nine of 26 on the ground. A real good day, uh, at least statistically, for Josh Allen. Uh, In the running back category... Number 10 on the day, we have Aaron Jones comes in with 21 points even uh, in the Bears-Packers game. 
Number nine, a name I don't think any single person here expected to see in the top ten list. Kenyon Drake comes out with the day, 21.3 points. I have benched him in a, essentially every lineup I could have. Uh, he's making me regret that quite a bit. Number eight, Daryl Williams out of Kansas City steps in for the injured Clyde Edwards-Lair, scores 23.9, has two rushing touchdowns on the day. Number seven out of Minnesota gets his return game. Finally put some numbers up for people. Uh, Delvin Cook at 24.3 points. Number six, Daryl Henderson scores 24.7 points on the day as the Rams uh, face off and beat the New York Giants. Beat them senseless damn near. Uh, number five, Najee Harris, uh, 24.7 points as well. The Steelers um, hang on to beat the Seahawks in quite an ugly game. Uh, number four, Joe Mixon. That's right, my guy Joe Mixon is back, 26.3 points. Uh, the number 12 ranked running back in the league right now. Uh, and that's impressive given he's missed some games as well. Well, has been injured in games as well. Um, but... Really a day against Detroit there for Joe Mixon. Number four, touchdown Lenny, Leonard Fournette. Two touchdowns on the ground, 30.7 points. Uh, number three that was. Number two, Jonathan Taylor has himself a day again. He's the number four running back in the league. 145 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. And number one, King Henry himself. Derrick Henry absolutely throttling the Buffalo Bills. 20 rushes. 143 yards, three touchdowns, uh, two receptions on three targets for 13 yards in the air as well. Uh, Derek Henry just proving that he probably deserved to be the number one draft pick in almost any and all format leagues this year. He has been damn near unstoppable. Um, on to the wide receiver category. Um, an intriguing Intriguing lineup again, making me eat my words a little bit. A guy who I was really a fan of, Donovan Peoples-Jones, had himself a day, and I avoided him on Daily Fantasy. Um, but starting at number 10, Tariq Hill comes in at 22.6 points. Uh, injured, missed a quarter, still ends up in the top 10 here. Number 11, by the way, Cole Beasley, the Buffalo Bills, 21.8 points. A guy that I told everyone, hey, don't, uh, don't give up on him yet. They will still find a way to involve him. Uh, but number nine of the day, Cortland Sutton, 18, number 18 overall, 23.4 points. Um, Sutton has been consistent. He was targeted 14 times this past game, uh, caught eight of them. He's been over 20 points in three of six games so far this year. Uh, number, number eight, Stefan Diggs, 23.9 points against Tennessee. Uh, Buffalo got Diggs and Beasley finally moving. Number seven, Antonio Brown, 24.3 points on Thursday night. He had two touchdowns. Or, that correct? Incorrect. On Thursday, had one touchdown, nine of 93. Number six, making his name back on the list here, out of Jacksonville by way of London, Marvin Jones Jr., 25 points even. Number five, Donovan Peoples-Jones, 28.1 points in that affair. Four of five, 101 yards, two touchdowns. Peoples-Jones is an interesting play here. He's uh, he's had 10-plus points the last two weeks. Does have two tough matchups back-to-back with Denver and Pittsburgh. Um, but a name worth monitoring with uh, seems to be a Cleveland offense firing on all cylinders now. Number four, the rookie, Jalen Waddell. 
he went 10 of or 10 receptions on 13 targets, 70 yards, two touchdowns for a whopping 29 points. Number three, Adam Thielen comes in with 31.8 points. Number two, Cooper Cup, still ranked number one overall. Uh, he has 36 points on the night, uh, or on the day, shall we say. Nine, nine catches on 12 targets, 130 yards, two touchdowns. And number one, the guy who I did not think would have the day against uh, New England here, but CeeDee Lamb goes up and puts 38.1 points, two touchdowns on the board as Dallas absolutely uh, shows off their new toy there in that situation. And the last position that we really cover here, the tight end position. This past week, uh, not exactly top threat tight ends in the league. Uh, leading off number 10, the rookie Pat Freermuth. Has 12.8 points on the day. Zach Ertz uh, recently traded and acquired to Arizona. His last game in Philadelphia has 12.9 points. Number 8, Dalton Schultz has 12.9 points as well. He is the number 3 tight end in fantasy currently. Um, number 7, TJ Hawkinson has himself a day finally. 15.4 points. Number 6, Ricky Seals-Jones. Taking over for Logan Thomas while he's out with an injury. Seals Jones puts up 15.8 points. Number five, the surprise of the day, or of the week, shall we say. OJ Howard reemerges from the darkness. He has 16.9 points this past week uh, with the lack of Robert Gronkowski. Number four, Mark Andrews, 17.8 points. Number three, Travis Kelsey, 17.6 points. Number two in London, Mike Gusecki has 21.5 points. And number one, the top tight end in the week, Noah Font goes for 24.7 points. Uh, Font was a guy who I thought would get targeted early and often, and he indeed did nine catches on 11 targets, 97 yards, one touchdown. Um, Underperformances of the week, I mean, quite honestly, Terry McLaren was a guy who I think a lot more people expected stuff out of he went on to roll almost a goose egg this week. Um, A.J. Brown starts to reemerge. We had quite a few interesting bye week players heading into week seven, which is going to see even more bye weeks. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones is a waiver warrior pickup I would be jumping on here, guys. I don't think I need to jump on Josh Gordon yet as he put up another zero this past week. The I mean, big name guys on waivers... I don't know if I would... Quez Watkins is possible here. Uh, running back-wise, not really anything possibly Dernest Johnson. Um, if he's going to be the number one there, Nick Chubb might not be healthy still. Oh, Nick Chubb is officially ruled out, so Dernest Johnson will be the starting running back for Cleveland come Thursday night. Um, an interesting scoop, a person that I'd probably be jumping on against Denver. Uh, Cleveland very much so rolls with the run often, and they're going to have to do something here. So Jarnus Johnson, really uh, a potential flex play here. Going to see um, quick quarterback waiver wire matchups. Two is an option this week, realistically, against Atlanta. Granted, Atlanta, yes, is coming off a bye. Miami's traveling back from London, does not get the bye this week. But Tua hung 20, 
you got to think that uh, the Dolphins are a little bit embarrassed. They were they were the hands that allowed Jacksonville to really recover from that um, 19-game losing streak, I believe. Carson Wentz uh, had himself a day this past week, 16 points, two touchdowns. He's looked competent. He gets a San Fran team that's not very... Um, Good, shall we say. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo seems like he's taking the reins back over. Uh, could be an ugly situation there as they do come off a bye. you got to think he's he's hopefully going to be healthier. you got to hope Brandon Ayuk's going to get involved a little bit more as well. But on to the Thursday slate. The game that is not appetizing. 3-3 three and three Denver versus 3-3 three and three Cleveland. Uh, i got to think... In at least deeper two quarterback leagues, went out. Teddy Bridgewater's got some play appeal here. Bridgewater has been solid. He hasn't been a turnover machine. He's thrown for decent yards. And the Browns don't necessarily have the, the world's greatest passing defense. Um, he might get rattled. He might get hit. But I almost feel like Teddy Bridgewater is definitely worth a play and a nod, especially, I guess, if you're in a matchup nightmare situation. A lot of big bye week issues this week. Um, Cortland Sutton's definitely a play. Jarvis Landry's going to return to being a play. It seems like Jarvis will be up and ready to go. With the lack of running back, yes, Durance Johnson, you're, you're able to play him because it looks like he's going to see probably at least 20 carries. That's just the way that since he, or that Cleveland goes. Um, but it's not necessarily a lineup where I, I want to bank on Durance Johnson being a breakout star. I think you're going to see Baker have to pass. He's going to have some ugly, ugly passes. He always kind of ends up doing that. Um, But we know for experience, when you see Jarvis get out there, Jarvis usually commands at least 10-plus targets a game. Jarvis is going to see the slot work. He's going to be a PPR answer. In a PPR league, if he's out there, if he's been dropped, Jarvis is your... Your friend this week. I, I, do, I do really like that. Um, I think Njoku is avoidable again. I don't necessarily need to jump on Nofant even coming off a top week here. The Thursday slate's going to be ugly again. It's not going to be something I think most people are going to have to go out of their way to watch. And if you are going to play your guys, make sure you're getting them out of your flex spots. Save yourself and help yourself for Sunday. In case of late scratches, late emergencies, i.e. Nick Chubb this past week, uh, where you can always shift things around. So keep them out, get them out of your flex spot, help yourself a little bit. And really monitor it. I uh, I don't think Thursday's going to be a very impactful game, as like obviously last week was Tampa-Philly. Um, a lot of fantasy relevancy from there. Anybody of relevance from Cleveland? Seems to be hurt. Odell's a spot start as best case scenario. Jarvis is like, he's good. Um, Denver's your best case scenario with a couple receivers. Their, Tim Patrick is has been a touchdown dependent. Cortland Sutton has been a PPR monster. Uh, but, I mean, that also bodes the question, where do we see Jerry Judy come back? Is Judy returning this week? What are we going to get? But guys, I think that'll about do it for this episode. Don't forget, tune in Sunday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time 
on Facebook at Fantasy Beasts FB Pod and on Twitch at Tiki Tribe TV. Myself and Gary should be every weekly should be every week jumping on helping you guys with any and all fantasy questions. Who to start, who to sit, who to who to drop. Um got questions about games in general, how we think the flow will be. Jump in, ask those as well. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Damien at the Platterbox in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions, Buffalo, and our newest sponsor, because what goes better with football than chicken wings? Our friend Kyle down in Texas at Chicken Dippin'. Uh, check him out online at on Instagram at chicken underscore dippin' or online at chickendippin.com. They make some phenomenal, as my co-host Gary would say, chicken wing bathtubs. A nice little uh, invention to be able to dip and cover your wing, roll it evenly with blue cheese. I guess ranch if you want, but if you want ranch, we might call you a loser. But dipping your blue cheese on your wing, evenly distributed, makes for easy. Easy clean out, easy, uh, easy design. Fits away small drawers, small places. Check them out. But until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, and we'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.